Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tess of Rustin.com, joined by Carrie Morton. Carrie, how are you doing today? Colin, I, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on board. I uh, had a heck of a week so far. I've traveled, uh, I think I've traveled in at least seven states in the past, like, maybe a couple of days. So, little time zone, time zone change, excuse me, but uh, all is well. All is well here in the Morton household. Glad to hear it. Definitely a very eventful week. Might as well uh, dive right in with that. You said, you know, eventual past couple of days, of course, probably at the top of that list, competing at Ric Flair's last match, quite a special event on Sunday night in Nashville. Uh, you you faced uh, representatives of the, of the Four Horsemen, uh, Brian Pillman and uh, Brock Anderson, who teamed up with, uh, with your father, with your father, obviously, Ricky, Ricky Morton. So a very, very cool match there, this legacy match of, of the Four Horsemen and the Rock and Roll Express on a show like Ric Flair's last match. I mean, that's had to be a special experience, right? It was uh, it was truly kind of surreal seeing the atmosphere of uh, the the Rock and Roll Express versus the Four Horsemen. As as I grew up in the wrestling business, I went back and I watched tapes, and I watched tapes of the Four Horsemen, and I watched tapes of my father and Robert, and I watched tapes of all these tremendous tag teams back then. And then it, it's kind of surreal when the moment happens, and you're thinking, "Wow, I'm taking part." of the next generation i'm taking part of the next step in this business i uh, it was really cool especially when you talk about rick flair's last match you know i i got the opportunity to talk to rick flair and not only did uh i had to go out of my way to talk to him rick flair went out of his way to talk to me which was truly uh incredible you know he, he said carrie i hope you're doing well i keep up to date with you in nwa and uh he said something that really really stuck out to me and uh word for word he said carrie if there were a draft pick in professional wrestling, you would probably might be my number one right now. And wow. uh, <laughs> that, that made me change my whole perspective of what I've been doing recently in the professional wrestling business. And uh, by all means, that was the greatest compliment any professional wrestler uh, in this business could ever receive. So truly a humbling moment for myself and uh, a historic moment. I mean, that's that's a huge thing to have Rick Flair say that. But just to hone in on that, you may, you may you said that kind of made you change your your perspective on what you've been doing. Like how so? What is that? What does that kind of uh, input or that that kind of message do for you for your approach right now? Given that you're you work with NWA, GCW, any number of other promotions, uh, and then as as we were talking about, you're on that card on Sunday. So now having that kind of uh, you know that that powerful message, but how how do you internalize that in terms of uh, as you as you said, like in terms of had such an impact. Yeah, well, I think in any business, uh, especially the entertainment business, we all have self-doubt. We all think that we're not capable of doing something until the opportunity excels. And uh, that's something that I, I've been dealing with recently is, you know, I, I want to take these leaps and bounds too quickly. And I'm not taking in the moment, uh, which I should be, uh, quite frankly. I should take in the moment more often. And so that's what something I, I really changed my perspective is, Carrie, whatever you're doing so far, you're doing something right. To hear someone say something like that. Um, and so it, it just makes me think like, hey, what can I do uh, in this business next to, to make a step, to make a, a, a loud noise, to, to appeal the wrestling fans? Um, so it, it really kind of gets your, it gets your gears turning. It gets the, the rotors going on that car. You know what I mean? So it's, it's truly interesting. It's interesting to think like, I sat back yesterday when I got home and uh, I just thought to myself, I was like, man, like what you did so far is pretty damn good for 21 years of age. But now 
now you got to do more. Now you got to go and get it more. And uh, that's what I'm going to do here soon at NWA. I mean, it's, it's definitely a good mindset to have. And again, 21 years old, you're on this very special card, Big Flair's last matchup. But even that in itself, obviously, it had to be a, a privilege to be on that card. It was like a celebration, not just of Big Flair, but of wrestling. We saw all these companies come together. And I have to imagine, especially with StarCast Weekend, it had to be a very uh, exciting and, and special atmosphere. Can you, can you talk about that in terms of like, again, everyone was so excited to celebrate Big Flair, but then even beyond that, it's just a very loaded card that you got to be a part of. Oh man, it, it was awesome, especially meeting those fans, uh, the fans that I had yet to meet, those people that came overseas. Uh, and you know, when I was there, I, I was kind of just a little cloud in the sky. Uh, when you think of all the talent and the, the luxurious careers that all these wrestlers had in that room. Uh, and just to think that people came up to my table and wanted to meet me, you know, that, that was pretty neat and humbling to hear. Uh, I got to meet lots of new fans. Uh, I hoped I gained a lot of new fans during this weekend as well. Um, but what a fun time it really was, you know, truly for me, um, I don't often get starstruck when I meet professional wrestlers, especially, you know, I've been in this business my whole life. I, 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 I know everyone under the sun, but what was really, really cool this weekend for me, especially is I got to meet one of my, uh, one of my heroes in professional wrestling, you know, uh, now there, there's a few heroes that I have in wrestling, one being my dad excluded and, you know, the, the, uh, the great Bobby Eaton, but one especially that kind of stuck out to me today is uh, Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. I, I got to meet Bret Hart this weekend, and um, he, when I went over to his table and I greeted him, I introduced myself, Kerry Morton. Uh, he said Morton, and then he looked at me and he looked at my mullet and he said, "Are you Kendo Ricky?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yes, sir, I am Kendo Ricky." And uh, he's on his side. And he's like, "Wow!" And uh, he took his time. And uh, he, he talked to me for a while and he said, you know, one, your dad was one of the best in this business. And uh, I'll hands down say that any day of the week. Um, so he's cool. He said, I'm looking forward to watching you this weekend. And then uh, after you watched me, I got a cool few messages and hopefully here soon I'm going to Calgary to go train with them. So I think I did something right this weekend. So I, a really, really exciting opportunity for me. Uh, and, and just the wrestling fans, you know, you don't always get this kind of exposure to meet all these legendary uh wrestlers so just really uh i try to take it all in you know i grab merchandise i think i spent my paycheck on more wrestling and rebellion than anything so but whatever it was worth it, it was worth it i mean it sounds like again beyond with rick flair's compliment being on the card getting to meet red heart sounds like a very special weekend and obviously i'd, I'd be uh remiss not to kind of state the obvious you're, you're ricky morton's son so like you said you're in the, you're the business your whole life like you know, and now you're really in the business, you're wrestling, you're really pursuing this career. You know, what's that like, both in terms of you, you team with your father on Sunday and you do that pretty regularly, but even just in general, you know, working with him, coming up and, and, you know, being his son. And now do you feel any pressure as part of that? Like, what's your kind of mindset surrounding that? Yeah, I, you know, it, that's a good question that you asked that uh, people, the pressure is not necessarily there. You know, I, I, I come up from, uh, the entertainment business anyways, my whole family's in the entertainment industry, especially being me, I was in the professional theater industry. So everyone says, uh, well, good luck. And it's like, sometimes you don't need luck when you have skill. And that's kind of how I look at it. I'm not trying to be cocky or arrogant on here, but I'm just telling the truth is you get these independent wrestlers uh, and I'm not going to say names. I'm not going to exclude names that think you don't deserve to be in the position you are because of uh, your last name or, or who I am. And then I go out there time and time again, and I blow the roof off the building, and, and I prove that Kerry Morton deserved where he's meant to be. 
uh, in this career so far. And so, you know, I, I'm very humbled and I try to always remain humbled in this situation of, you know, my father being called one of the greats um, and especially that's my hero in this business. And that's my hero. And just in life is my father. So it's hard to kind of look up to him and say, you know, I need to fill those shoes one day, but now it's, it's kind of about making my own career choice in this business. You know, it's not necessarily being a rock and roller or a, a double drop kick inside of a gun. It's, it's more about, you know, my dad was always notoriously known for being the humbled man to being that Mr. Good guy. Well, Kerry Morton always isn't Mr. Good guy. And, uh, soon to see you'll see a little bit more of when people start running their mouths expect not to get hit by doing that you mentioned that your father obviously is your hero which obviously of course he is right i mean a is your father b is a legend right so uh and you're still so young and you're you're starting your career here and you're you're doing great so far but having a father like that that's so successful uh, and obviously you, you look up to so much what would you say is your uh, the kind of the biggest lesson you've, you've learned from so far as you're, you're starting out here, not starting out, but as you're starting to find uh, some already some success in an NWA beyond, like what has your father kind of taught you or maybe uh, equipped you with uh, as ter- in terms of how to succeed? Yeah, that, that's uh, that's cool that you asked that. There's a saying my dad always tells me uh, time and time again, ever since I grew up in this business, uh, not necessarily excluding from professional wrestling when I played sports or I did theater or uh, I, I won nationals at cheerleading. You know, there was a thing that always stuck with me. And he said, never be afraid to be afraid. And uh, it took me a second to understand that. Never be afraid to be afraid. And then it finally clicked. Finally clicked that everyone's going to be afraid at some point in their life of, of going out there or in performing in front of these hundreds or thousands of wrestling fans or uh, it just entertaining those and being on a national grand scale of television and the arts. And uh, he tells me, it's just, you know, you're going to be afraid of sometimes in your life, but attempt not to be afraid. Attempt just to go in there with an open mind, you know, uh, don't go in the room acting like someone that you're not. And that's something that sticks out with me a lot is I don't act as someone that I'm not. I act as myself. And that's something that at the end of the day, no matter what someone tells you, I can say that I've been genuine and I can say that, you know what? I'm authentic compared to some of these guys that you uh, you meet time and time again that that wear those Rolexes and wear the diamond rings and wear the nice suits. And don't get me wrong, I have that stuff, but that's not Kerry Morton just yet. Uh, and hopefully uh, that's not Kerry Morton. I'm relatable. I, I want to relate to the wrestling fans. And that's something he tells me is be relatable. You know, talk to these fans. Take the time out of your day. Don't rush them off. These are your fans. Hopefully they'll be your fans for life. So uh, take the time and enjoy those moments. And uh, that, that's what I, I try to do. You mentioned be, being authentic and uh, to put a, a different spin on it. Uh, you mentioned, and you just brought it up, you are a, a collegiate athlete. And I imagine that kind of really equips you with uh, a particular skill set in terms of, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a different background because some wrestlers, they just train out wrestling and they come up that way. Whereas you and many other, many other athletes kind of come up with that and a number of sports. How is, and for you, it's cheerleading. How has that kind of helped you uh, transition into wrestling and like how's that uh, or has it I would imagine it has but ha- how has it proven to be uh, beneficial as you kind of start your venture into the wrestling world here yeah I think most definitely the the biggest skill I took away from so far is technique uh, and especially strength you know I, I work out continuously but I also like to eat uh, so but uh 
it's it's technique and, and mannerism and uh, taking, you know, and most importantly in this business is footwork and the technique and the ability to put on those good masters that you see on TV time and time again. You look at the the rhythm and the timing, uh, and that's something cheerleading has really really helped me in is is uh, taking her, especially when you're filled with a team of a bunch of girls. You know, you don't get that opportunity to uh, to yell at every girl, and you know, especially when I came from football. Or, or soccer or something in that sort, so, uh, or wrestling, amateur wrestling, which I once stayed in. You don't get the opportunity in, in this sport. Uh, you got You have to have teamwork. You have to have a respect for one another. And that's something that I, I forward to into professional wrestling is, you know, I respect my opponents. I respect those locker room leaders, quote unquote. Um, and just really taking in the, uh, taking in the chance to say, you know what, like I'm here for a reason and cheerleading you you have to be at the right time at the right place. And the same thing for the uh, wrestling industry. And so, you know, um, I, I could go on and on about what I, I've gained from, but most importantly, I'd probably just say uh, the mannerisms of the sport leading into this. You mentioned being uh, in the right time at the right place, and obviously now you're in and in, in NWA and already enjoying a lot, a lot of success there. We're going to talk about NWA 74, but just first and foremost, what does it mean to you to be part of the NWA, such a, a prestigious and, and legendary company that has this uh, incredible legacy, a, lo- a long list of, of real legends of the business dating back decades and decades and decades. And now you're part of this, this uh, and NWA as it moves forward here. And so what does it mean to you to be a part of that roster and a part of that, uh, that platform here kind of in 2022? Oh, man, it's, it's truly awesome. What a family there is at the National Wrestling Alliance. Um, you know, people ask me time and time again, uh, and I got asked this this weekend, it's like, why, why should I watch the National Wrestling Alliance? And it got me thinking, and I said, what makes us different from anyone else? And it's not necessarily what makes us different. It's what makes professional wrestling. You know, uh, Billy Corgan went out of his way to say, you know, this business means so much to me. It's something I grew up on. I got away from and I came back because it's truly a part of me. And uh, it gets you thinking. It's, it's, you know, like you're here for certain reasons. Sorry, my dog's in the background. He's acting a little wild. I apologize. It it gets you certain reasons of why you're here and why the ability that they would put the trust in someone like me, Uh, especially to uh, wrestle homicide, one of the most badass wrestlers on the scene. Uh, Quite frankly, you know, still today, uh, you hear people such as Mo and Joe, and then you think of people such as Homicide and, and these crazy names that uh, that you get to lock horns with. And that's something that's stepping up with me is I get to go in the locker room. Um, I, I, I earn my way to this opportunity to wrestle for the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship. And now hopefully it's the timing's right and the, the place is now and, and um Kerry Morton's opportunity awaits, and I would love to have the championship around my way, something that my father had, something that one of my best friends in the wrestling business had, Chase Owens, uh, and so many other names that, that come about. So uh, it, it's humbling. It's humbling to know that I, I get to wrestle for this championship, but just know I, it's, I'm not going to take it light. I'm not going to take it easy. I'm going in there with the mindset of uh, becoming the next NWA junior heavyweight champion. 
We just got to see you uh, on Sunday at, at Victoria's last match, and we've seen you numerous times here in, on an NWA program recently. But for someone maybe that has that doesn't keep up, does not keep up the NWA or up, up to this point, could you pinpoint some of the matches you've had, uh, especially in, in an NWA that you kind of look at as the like the the, the Kerry Morton portfolio, where it's like these are the matches you're really proud of, these are the matches that really show. Uh, what you can do and then you kind of like hang your head on fuck better word. Yeah, I, I would definitely say the balance of me and uh Colby Carino, you know, Steve Carino's son. We have went toe-to-toe one too many times and we show out every single time. Uh and that's with the mannerisms of this business, but it's also for pure professional wrestling uh abilities in that ring. So we go toe-to-toe. I also just got my ass kicked by Jay Bradley for 15 minutes or something like that in that wrestling ring, which was cut down a little when it comes to the program. But I got my ass whooped, got it handed to me. And, uh, you know, I came away with the victory. I kissed it goodbye right to the chin of his, right there to his chin, knocked his ass out and, and one, two, three. So that was kind of a, a toughness match, quote unquote. You know, when I was told that I had this match and I looked across the room and there's Jay Bradley, and he's just staring at me. This is legitimate. He just stares at me. And uh, he's, t- he's talking to a little group and he's still just staring at me. And I, I see it. The, the producer comes over to me and he gives me the, the rundown. And I said, okay, I know what, what I got in store for me. And so I get on my wrestling gear and I get to Gorilla. Mind you, I haven't talked to anyone. I haven't talked to a, a soul uh, other than the producer of the match. And when we get backstage and uh, he said, hey, man, you ready for this match? And I said, I think I'm ready. I haven't talked about anything. And he's like, no, it's good. He said he doesn't want to. He said he'll see you out in the ring. So I went out to that ring, and I literally got my ass whooped. But it means something when you come away with a victory at that point. And, uh, you know, that's just a few that we'd tell me and Mike Bennett tore it up uh, a couple, uh, I think a season or so ago, which really stuck out the date. And, uh, you know, I hope there's a lot more matches in the uh, this, this next step of National Wrestling Alliance as we grow that I get to showcase my abilities and get to showcase through the wrestling fans that uh Kerry Morton is here and Kerry Morton is here to play and win I mean I think it's safe to assume slash predict that your match with homicide at NWA 74 will, will exactly be that kind of match that'll allow you to showcase what you can do on, on a big platform and you mentioned earlier that uh, again homicide a legend and very much in his own right and you mentioned uh, how it would be an honor to win the title just kind of to hone in on that a little bit I mean, you're very young. I mean, let's not be down the bush here. And Homicide is an absolute veteran. He's been in the business for a long time now. Does that kind of uh, difference in experience, is that a factor in your mind? Is that something that you're trying to, that you're kind of game planning around? Is like Because I feel like that's one of the, the real big uh, themes in, in, in this match here. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think so. You know, I have my work cut out for me. Uh, as, I, as I go back and I watch these tapes uh, and I watch the study of, of him, I know what's cut out. And, you know, and who knows, quite frankly, if Homicide is actually going to be the champion by the time NWA 74 rolls around. Um, as of now, there's not a match graphic out uh, that I know of, quite frankly, because he's still defending the championship. I think he's defending the championship this weekend that's coming up. So, uh, and, you know, this weekend myself, I have a match with tag team with my father against the legendary George South and Colby Carino once more. Uh, so, you know, I, I would like to think that I, I, I have my – I have my game plan uh, noted and, and ready to go, but you know, in the matter of moments, things can change. And especially when you get hit in the mouth, everything changes then. So uh, what I would like to just simply think right now is uh, 
Carrie, take your time. Go in there open-minded and uh, go in there either ready to take an ass whooping and always stand back up on your feet. Uh, and that's the, uh, that's the momentum I'm going to go, go in with. And, uh, uh, just, just clear and open-minded. I think that's how you have to, you have to go about these belts time and time again. And, uh, this one is going to be nothing short. I can believe of, uh, spectacular. I'm very, very much looking forward to it. That'll be at NWA. Well, assuming homicide does retain the title, that'll be at NWA 74 on research uh on august 28th 7th and 28th obviously in st louis missouri uh, and and at the chase a very uh, historic venue there uh, but just to broaden it back up a little bit i mentioned earlier the nwa is like a family and i think it's interesting because a lot of time uh any, any number of uh, people on the roster I, I happen to check out a lot of interviews uh it's a very star set roster and the people always talk about the sense of family it seems like a very tight-knit group it seems like a very uh, you know, very, very healthy locker room in that sense. And now you've already gotten to kind of see that. What is your uh, read been on that locker room? Kind of like, have you kind of been able to, you, I'm not sorry about your father, have you been able to kind of pick, a, pick anyone else's brain for advice or anything like that uh, as you continue to kind of uh, carve out your own path here? Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the person I go to the most and some, one of my current lookups to in this business is Nick Audis. And uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Nick Audis and, uh, that's someone I go to the locker room time and time again to ask for questions or advice or um, what to do in this situation. And he's right there to give me his, his honest opinion. And sometimes it, it's pure honesty. And that's something that I want, you know, uh, I don't want ass kissers that kind of tell you your match is, is really good. And this is what you can improve. And this is what you did so well. I, I don't care about that. I want to see what I can do better, what I can improve on to be better. And uh, he, he's one of the true grits. When it comes to that, you know, Trevor Murdoch's another that comes to mind. Um, and there's a few others that really stick out. You know, Billy is back there watching the scene. He's back there watching and keeping his eyes on everything. Um, he, he's one of the factors that, that really makes me love the NWA is what he's doing, what he's producing, his mind when it comes to the uh, when it comes to the ability of writing, writing this script of wrestling, quote unquote is that we have free abilities to do what we want. You know, we have the free ability to call somebody out. He likes that. He wants us to be authentic and genuine. Uh, and time and time again, he says that. So uh, that's a few names that kind of stick to mind. You know, I've been picking the mind to Thomas Latimer, uh, which is just a, a bona fide badass. And uh, hopefully sometime I get the opportunity to step in the ring of him. I mean, it sounds like uh, any number of great names they had to learn from the ones you highlighted, especially. And I'll, we'll, looking forward to your, well, maybe even beyond NWA 74, obviously the big title match is on deck, but maybe beyond that, uh, again, as someone that's still, uh, the future is very, very bright, but as you kind of start to continue down, down this path here, uh, what are some of your goals uh, in, the, in, in the NWA and beyond just, uh, in the wrestling world? Well, I, you know, I think uh, as of now, you know, I, I want to have that championship around my waist, but uh, the 10 pounds of gold, the sweet Charlotte, my goodness, you know, people dream, uh, often dream, but, but never succeed. And that's something that, uh, I've been manifesting recently is, you know, one day I want to have that championship around my waist and, and show my face, especially with the current day of Nick Ars, Trevor Murdoch, Cody Rhodes, uh, and just to think, you know, Kerry Morton's name could be upon those. Uh, and that's something that that's really, really cool and, and kind of keeps me rolling every day when when I get out of bed or and I attend class or or I'm doing work here at home it, it kind of gets you rolling it's like hey go to the gym go to go to wrestling practice uh go go to 
the acting class or go to something just to to make sure, you know, to leading up to opportunities such as that. And, you know, I think far and beyond if, um, if wrestling takes me elsewhere, you know, who wouldn't want to headline the main event of WrestleMania one day. And uh, I think, I think I'm the one that could possibly do that if given the opportunity, but right now, you know, I currently, I love being at the NWA. Um, I don't plan on, uh, I plan on hopefully resigning a contract here soon uh, or if, if it comes to that, but uh, really, I'm just, I'm proud to be here. Um, and I, I hope to uh, hold some more gold in the National Wrestling Alliance and establish my name upon the grids. I'm very much looking forward to ha- you having a chance to do that at NWA 74 when you potentially challenge down the side again, assuming that that match does go down uh, as, as it is currently uh, set up to. Uh, but otherwise, regardless, uh, very much uh, thank you for your time today and wish you luck going forward here. But lastly, if you want to plug your, your socials or anything so that the people can know where, where to find you um, uh, on Twitter, et cetera, and whatnot. Please, by all means, find me on Instagram at Real Carrie Morton. That's the same. That's Real Carrie Morton. That's R E A L Carrie K E R R Y Morton M O R T O N. Please find me on there. If you want to support an independent professional wrestler, by all means, I would truly be mental. And that's ProWrestlingTees.com slash Carrie Morton. I have a great selection of professional wrestling t-shirts on there. And uh, it would mean nothing more to me than repping one of my shirts at these uh, wrestling shows from time to time again. Perfect. Well, that, Carrie, I thank you so much for your time. I wish you luck at NWA 74 and beyond and, and all good things going forward. Awesome. I appreciate you, Colin. Thank you so much. Thank you.